All right, we're fucking back. It's been since March or February, and uh, been a while. We got a special guest with us here today, and he flew all the way out here to Montana with us. Yo, who's the special guest? That uh, that would be Matt Mathis himself. Matt, you got a you got a few words you'd like to like to say for us? Introduce yourself to the to the mm. people. So first of all, anytime we say we have this one stupid friend, um, <laughs> I, I feel like that's normally been directed towards me, and that's a little bit too nice, honestly. I appreciate that, the recognition. But um, yeah, lots of stories, not a whole lot of words. Yeah, that's Matt Mathis, everybody. Uh, we're about to <clears throat> get balls deep in this thing, but first, kind of just want to preface a little bit. It's been a minute. For sure, we understand that. Everyone has things that goes on and things that happen that uh, kind of restrict us from doing hobbies such as this. Uh, so, no need to worry about us. We're fine. Everything's good. None of y'all were worried. But anyway, uh, in, between, <laughs> in between March and now, uh, not a lot has really changed, even though no. uh, I just just contradicting myself there a little bit but not a lot has really changed um me and gage are living together now yeah finally um <laughs> uh no one saw that coming but uh that's that's really the news to be honest <clears throat> so far i've got fucking therapy tomorrow <laughs> i finally got myself a counselor so i'll, I'll be doing that me and matt were talking uh, yesterday right yesterday, yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I didn't know we talked about um, here. I mean. <laughs> we were talking yesterday, just like these analogies of me going in there. And, you know, the, the therapist quitting her job after I leave. Or <laughs> when I go in there uh, and leave, like, Matt gets a call. It's like, hey, buddy, just had your friend Jordan in here. He, you know, dude's kind of fucked up. But on another note, we need you to come in. Matt comes in. Therapist closes the door. Everyone sits down. There's like a loud bang on the door. It's ATF. Matt fucking jumps out the window. <laughs> I know it was a setup. <laughs> no, it's gonna be like that uh, Limitless movie. You ever seen it? Oh yeah, where they take the pill. Yeah, oh, you know, know, it's your mind. Or show. Yeah. I'm gonna pull out like a fold-out string board, and I'm gonna be like, um, yeah, Officer James. Yeah. So I uh, see here your um, wife just recently started here. How's that been going for you? Fucking flame their ass. Well, I think what was hilarious is you walked in and told me that you were going to therapy. And, like, we talked about it afterward. Like, whenever you tell people, people's first reaction is always, oh, my God, what's wrong? As I'm reaching in the mini fridge. Yeah, like, what's up? Like, what, like you can talk to me, blah, blah, blah. And my reaction, <laughs> I paused my game, took my headphones off, and I was like, therapy? <laughs> Fuck. That's everybody's... Uh... That's everybody's first reaction when they're told, like, yeah, man, I'm going to therapy. Yeah. Uh, it's like, dude, what's wrong? Yeah. And they need to normalize it. Therapy's good for everybody. But I need it, so. It didn't. <laughs> like I said, my experience with it was weird. It didn't work for me. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm, uh, I told you and Matt about this. I'm just kind of uh, excited almost. Just see what I can get out of it. I don't know anybody other than you that's actually, like, been to therapy. Like, Anybody that I can talk to. Yeah. Okay. What I was thinking was, um, 
I figured most of our friends would end up in therapy through a hashtag. We put ourselves yeah. through at some point. Or at least need it. Yeah. I didn't even ask. I was just listing off the number of things that we've done in the back of my head. And I was like, ah, you know, <laughs> this makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I, I'd go, but, um, mm, we'll probably make it back out of there in a straitjacket. <laughs> it really, yeah. It's a good thing that we, we quit doing most of the things that we did oh when gosh, we did. Because yeah. we were just trying to up ourselves constantly. Yep. It was, man, we were going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And no it's been. Breaks. Not even a, well, almost a year since most of that stuff. And now, <laughs> if you hang out with us once, you're like, this is the same group? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, what? Yeah. For the I, wouldn't, part. I wouldn't say mature, just like mellowed out. Maybe matured a little bit, but yeah. just really mellowed out. I mean, us three, we only see each other. I mean, if, if it wasn't for us living together, we yeah. only see each other like once or twice a month, really. No. Used to it was every day. Yeah. Every single day. And I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sleep was not a thing for you. No, Morning. it was not. But, but. two AM walks back. Yeah, Matt used to apartment. get home late every night. He got home at like eight o'clock, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that one night that we walked back from Waffle House and he was oh asleep on the couch and I ran up there and started screaming and he pulled a gun on me. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> He had it was his Kimber. Oh, okay, because he usually carries two on him. I like ran upstairs. Of course, we were just delirious. I was like, "What's up, fucker?" And he just pulls a pistol out from under his pillow, and he's like, "Oh, dude!" <laughs> dude, Matt's always ready. As funny as it is, Matt is gonna be the last one to die. Oh, you say that. Oh, yeah. You say that. It's going to be something stupid. <laughs> we didn't say it was going to be an honorable death. No, we just said that you're going to be the last one to no, go. No, like uh, that uh, new Nerf gun I got the other day, you know? Um, oh, yeah. The, no, it was the Airsoft one, right? Yeah, the Airsoft one. It's uh, got a rusted bulk hair group. Are you familiar with Airsoft guns? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, fire gun. <laughs> <laughs> It's a CO2 blowback. Yeah, the, uh, the extractor on the uh, uh, the Nerf, but um, <laughs> I was locking up, and um, I had to get stuck, so the bolt wasn't all the way forward, about a quarter inch off. I tried to fire, and I pulled the trigger, it clicked, and I was like, what the heck's going on here? So the hammer's engaged, kind of, not oh, all congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. Hammer's engaged, man. It was like a joke. No, no, I'm not smart enough for that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Anyways, here I am, taking the buttstock off, smacking the back of the rock, uh, Nerf gun against the tree, <laughs> trying to get the thing to fire. Did it work? No. Well, y'all y'all heard us mention previously in this podcast that Matt's our go-to dude, like, if we need, uh, you know, like, maintenance help mm-hmm. on, like, our vehicles. He's also the guy to go to if you have any gun-related questions. Gun-related issues, problems, anything like that. He freaking is a very intelligent dude. He schooled me up yesterday at the uh, at the gun show. We saw a, like an old school SKS, like an original SKS. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, he was like you know much about these." I was like, "No, not really." He was like, "The reason that gun safety was invented," and I kind of laughed it off. And he was like, "No, you haven't heard about the rotating firing pin?" I was like, "No." And apparently that's like one of the only weapons that if you shake it violently enough with one in the chamber, it will fire. Because oh, it's a free-floating firing pin. So um, a spring, <laughs> once it engages, it pushes it forward. But when it engages, that firing pin just floating in there. 
Now, huh. again, it's pretty hard to get it to move forward, but Mythbusters did a segment on it to where they put, like, eight of them in the back of a truck, and they were blasting, like, 12-inch speakers because trying to see if it would go off, and eventually, like, a couple of them started just going off in the back of the truck just from the vibration shaking the thing. Yeah, that's not dude. Yeah, yeah, he told me that. I, I just died laughing. John. Matt's also, we've also talked about the uh, the apartment deal. Uh, that was him as well. Oh, yeah. The that. firework. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a, uh, Matt's a fucking, an American terrorist. Yeah, sadly, those burns didn't last too long. I was hoping to have the cool scars to go with the story. But... It still kills me <laughs> going back in that video and like frame by frame. Oh my god. Him when that thing, when it ignites like fully and it looks like he's holding a flashbang mm-hmm. mid flash and he's just got the biggest freaking smile on his face. Lunar eclipse in his hand. Just the face of, I'm going to tell my kids about this someday. <laughs> yep, and that's not the only story Matt has to tell. No. When I say this dude's fucking smart as shit, like, this kid back in high school, Matt. God. Little demon. Give us your, give us the top story from high school. Oh, that's, that's gotta be a couple of them. Some other airs coming on. Let's start with, uh, oh yeah, have you, uh, the bit's closed. tried to turn on the fan yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Only apartment without ceiling fans, so. Well, that's not true. My yeah, does not have ceiling fans either. <laughs> It's all a computer class, right? So, doing all the typing stuff. I don't remember. It was like Microsoft Word and all that crap. She had this software where she could take Smith over your Williams, screen. Smith Williams, right? Hey, we're probably going to dox her like that. I am. Fuck that, no, dude. Fuck her. Anyways, one time I was uh, on Cool Math Games, because that's what you do as a... I forgot about that. 15 Damn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. So, um... She takes over my screen, writes on it, like, get back to Word, like, MS Paint style. Like, yeah, because they were able to, like, freeze the screens and, like, yeah. Yeah. fuck your shit. The software called uh, Synchronize. So, um, I have a um, certain family friend who does a lot of network security and is very, very good at it. So, I was yeah, like, hey. You want Doc Sam, He's cool. Hey, how do I, um... How do I do this back? And he's like, oh, let's program uh, Synchronize. Ask me all these questions. We went over it, and he was like, okay, so you're going to do this, all this. Um, put the computer in system repair mode next day when I came to school. Swapped the admin command prompt for sticky keys. So I just pressed the shift button five times. I was in. <laughs> I had my matrix on the side of the screen. No, no, not that excited. Anyways, me and my buddy, Lance, we were sitting there next to each other, and he's like, hey, hey, what can you do with this? So I was like, okay, I can do a lot of shit. What do you want? What do you want? Sounds like some like it's like a drug sex scene, dude. What do you want? He's like, turn off. I want you to hit my shift key five times. (laughs) No more, no less. It was like a turn off Eli's computer. I was like, just turn. I was like, bro, if I would hit the power button, I don't need to fuck. He's like, can you do it? And I was like, can I freaking do it? Go over here, type in some stuff, shut off his computer, and then we're screwing around with it for a while. And then we waited like four or five days after we figured this out. Specific time and place. She was over here watching Netflix on uh, her computer. And I took it over and I was watching it. And I took over. That red MS paint started writing in there. Get back to work. <laughs> the fucking teacher, dude. Hops up out of the rolling chair. Who the fuck did that? Just absolute. Just. She was baffled. Long story short, had a uh, six months technology suspension. That would have been my first expulsion. 
Except for our computer guy, Mr. Beavers, Gold Dude. I remember him. You're going to get expelled from here. He's like, the only way out of this is if you tell me how the crap you did it. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Matt was smarter than all the teachers there combined. And that's not his only story. We'll we'll space those out. He's he's a fucking nut job and a a good dude and a intellectual all at the same time. Yeah. Um, So weird mix. And we are very happy to have him on today. So Matt, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast, buddy. Uh, it's our pleasure. Uh, so is that the end of it? We're wrapping it up here. Uh, no, <laughs> absolutely girlfriend, guys. Uh, I haven't touched these talking points since like the last time we did it, and I just threw one in here while I was while I was parked on the side of the road coming home from work. Um, the people that drive Altimos, man, they are all the same. Yeah, all the same. Ultima. Maybe I used to. Maybe, maybe, maybe now, like, not everybody notices it, but most of, like, Ultima drivers are having to go 90 over the speed limit constantly. Matt, this excludes you. But, no, no, I had, I think it was an Ultima that I flipped in a ditch. Like, uh, I'm oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about, like, a a Nissan Ultima, not like an Xterra. No, no, it was an Ultima. Oh. I flipped it long before I met you. Hold on. I'm trying to find the picture here. What dude was like 14 years old or something? Well, you heard him earlier. When he was 14, he found out he was 15. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't fit the stereotype. It was a uh, Maxima. Maxima. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, God, remember, I remember hearing about that. Messed that Bryce. shit up. Yeah, my. Um, you know how your axle connects into your rear differential? Mm-hmm. Mine didn't. <laughs> Apparently, um. Suspension has uh, turn speed ratings, and if you constantly take suggested 15s going 90 and pulling the parking brake, it starts to crack them eventually. Huh. Long story short, mine didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I but remember it. It's just something. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you you're good. It's just something I've noticed a lot here lately is anybody with an Ultima is just the menace to the mm. road. Weaving in and out of lanes, like, and if you look at their car, it's not in mint condition. It never no, is. No, it's always dinged up. Yeah, and it's usually eight, nine times, eight times out of ten, it's a white female with blonde hair. That's like the stereotype for Ultimus. And some sort of uh, in jeeps now, freaking sorority tags or stickers yeah, on the back. ZTA and, and yeah, all that shit. Data. Yeah, what were you gonna say? Uh, one night. Well, I guess early morning technically we were it was me my old roommate uh, that I moved in with whenever I moved out of my parents place and a buddy of ours we were all riding to um, a, a training event um, and it was super dark still everyone was exhausted and he was driving an Altima and he set the cruise at like we were on the interstate but it was still here in Arkansas so, you know, the speed's like 70, 75, something like that, whatever. So you can go like 80. Uh, he sets the cruise on 95 <laughs> and then fell asleep behind the wheel. Holy shit. While me and my buddy were also sleeping. And uh, we <laughs> woke up in a ditch. Um, my God. Beat to hell. But that was not... A good day, but yeah, I will. I will agree. Altimas are shit. Yeah, dude, they're they're fucking menace. Yeah, we to didn't wake up. We didn't wake up on those strips or anything. We just woke up like in the ditch. The freaking glass everywhere. Airbags were popped out. Everybody alive. 
we were all like we were all pretty okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like obviously beat up, but sure. no, nothing like life threatening. We got really, really lucky. But now it was. I woke up and I looked at him and he was still out, and I woke him up. <laughs> it was like at first, it didn't even dawn on me that anyone might be dead. <laughs> like I looked over and I was like, "This motherfucker's asleep," and like that's what I was upset about. And so I wake him up. And he's like, "What? Hey, oh the god!" Over there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "We are approximately forty yards from where we should be," <laughs> but he was like started freaking out, having a little panic attack or whatever. And our buddy in the back, we just let him sleep. But it was. Huh. Yeah, it was bad. That's something I was imagining in my head whenever uh, I, me and Brittany went to take uh, engagement pictures with Matt and Katie, and we let Matt fucking drive. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> and it's not it's not something I'm dissing on him for. I'm not. Because oh. I'm a pussy. Yeah, that probably makes sense. So Matt's a good driver because he can he can control 120 miles an hour comfortably. Uh me in the back seat, I'm not about that, man. I go five over. Never, never under, uh, like, ten over, you know, whatever. But the entire drive from here to fucking Fayetteville and back, just asshole tight the entire time. <laughs> Which we made it here and back. Yeah. Know, thankfully. But I've never been in a car with a fucking F1 driver before. I, I think it's because... Um since I was such a uh, dumbass when I was 15, and with that car that I showed you a picture of, uh-huh. um, see, once you flip a car or do anything like that once, you know what the feeling feels like. You know when the pull starts to go on the car for when you lose traction? <laughs> that was a good learning experience for me. But uh, side note, remember how you talk about the rumble lanes to like wake up people and get mm-hmm. sick? Um, when I was 14, father was teaching me how to drive, right? He... Um, was telling me he was like hey be careful don't hit those rumble lanes he was like you know why those are there right he was like so um blonde people that's how they stay in their lanes i believe that till i was 16 (laughs) 16 years old finally thought about it i was like wait a second smart man i will say that one night we went to uh Oh, what's that Mexican food place? Um, right over here? Yeah, like right across the street. Serrano's. Serrano's. We were eating yeah. Serrano's. And uh, I can't remember. It was a pretty big group of us, but we were all eating or whatever. And me and Matt were at the end of the table talking. And literally over the course of dinner, we'd cooked up this plan to make an engine that runs off of water. That's right. And it was, it was like, that. it was feasible. It yeah. wasn't something that was like, oh, yeah, that'd be crazy. No, like, it was completely doable. Yeah. I remember you telling me that because what <sighs> what brought that up was, I was like, be careful when you talk to Matt because you're going to learn some stuff that you don't ask to learn. No. Or whatever. And then we go to dinner. And then uh, you come out, like, afterwards, you're telling me about it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Matt. <laughs> I don't remember what we were doing that day. Uh, moving in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, forgot about that. I did, just left y'all to do it on your own, and I was like, hey, come get Mexican food with me when you're done. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't a problem. It's no, cool. it, didn't, it, it still didn't take us like an hour. So, oh my gosh. I, I do want to say, <laughs> on that motor, two very, very things. One of them, you can cut this from the podcast after I say it, because I mean, it could... 
there's a lot of fake stuff about why you can't do a hydroelectric motor. For like people, like you take fifth grade science class, you can understand the basic principles of it. But um, the main reason why there's so much fake information out there, I don't think it's the popular stigma that oh, oh, company took man because you'll be taking all their money. So, do y'all know anything about a hydrogen bomb? A little. Like, whatever I learned in freaking fifth grade science, like you said. Yeah, so basically, running off the principle of that motor, it's the same thing on much, much different scales. So, basically, you build that hydroelectric motor, you start mass producing it, and we're not going to bore you with the technicalities, but um, they, some redneck starts going, I'm going to tune this thing up and let way more oh, go through, yeah. up the current, way open this valve. Next thing you know... He don't just wreck that truck. He takes out two city blocks. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so I, I think that's why there's so much um, fake information out there because they say all this stuff. You can't find a catalyst that can handle Like, holy crap. There is so <laughs> many. It's very... <coughs> it's just it's a, not even a hard thing to do. It's just a mobile bomb. Yeah, if just it messes up, like valve gets stuck open, overcharges, you have just labeled yourself a terrorist. Yeah. You're not going to be alive to see it. but Yeah, well, that, and then you also wouldn't be alive if you try to create, like, a water-powered engine as well. There's so many people that have ended up dead for actually doing that. What? Okay, so some of the patents on there, because, I mean, patents are public. I mean, except for the military one. Yeah, I tried, but... Fuck the military. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody in the military. Screw those guys. But basically... You can see the patents for him, and like some of it makes sense. His patent was a good patent, but when it came out in like the 50s, a lot of it was kind of theory like this is going to happen, but I don't know where the crap we're going to get this much electricity from kind of deal. And it's not like a crazy amount, but just uh, keep in mind the whole idea of um, light switches is only like 100, 150 years old. Oh, dude, speaking of light switches. I got freaked out the other night at the apartment, uh, or the other morning. I was, I woke up and I came downstairs and one of the, you know people always tell you that if you leave the light switch balanced in the middle, it'll start a fire. I've never heard that. Oh. I used to as a kid though. Well, I, I used to too, like for fun. And I don't know if it's true or not, but I still don't know if it's true, but I came downstairs and I saw that a light switch had been like that all night and dude, I about shit myself. Am I, is it true? Does, do you know if it's true or not? Uh, kind of. So it just builds a lot of resistance and it gets really hot. If it's close to the plastic and things like that, it can singe you. But, I mean, most of the time, if your wiring's put in enough to code, then it's not going to happen. Okay. Um, I say that because we have seen it happen because the last house we built, it was wired <laughs> untraditionally. <laughs> this is when you were a kid, right? Um... <laughs> 12 year old B had a little bit too much of a hand in that yeah. but that's got some uh, younger trauma um, um no no that was after the first house burned down this was in the building of the second one oh <laughs> this is a conspiracy man Dude, we're gonna yeah. find out Matt's like a serial arsonist uh, yeah uh, it's rarely been on purpose but <laughs> rarely rarely been on no, purpose no do y'all know the story for that house fire uh oh uh uh no yeah, I was just told it burned down. Okay, so... So, I don't know. so it caught on fire, right? It did catch on That's fire. That's how fires happen. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't believe this, it spread, right? 
So I, I can't make this story up. It's one of those freak things. Like when we were tossing around that firework in my apartment and uh, went over the candle, like that kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The candle. I forgot candle. The, candle. <laughs> <laughs> the candle. Anyways, so we were, well, not me. I, mean, I was too young at the time. My dad was grilling, right? He can make these fire steak kebabs. The last time he ever made them, I don't know if it's the memory or just the fact that I don't know. But anyways, he had them on the grill, right? So I had a pet raccoon. We called him Rocky after the old song. That's how left field this adds up. This, there's a reason <laughs> for this. There is a reason for this. <laughs> I don't know if you know much about raccoons. Curious little shits. They make cats, I like cats yeah. look like they don't cause any problems. We left this dude in the house once, pulled all the spoons out of every drawer, and then piled them up in one corner underneath the bed. <laughs> every piece of silver. Ridiculously hard pet. He was an outside raccoon after that. So, <laughs> the house, I'm sorry, this is all. It's a lot of, a lot of things have to line up for this to happen. So, the house, the living room is sideways, and then off the left side, you've got a little patio carport. You can pull a car. What oh, I'm sorry. What makes a living room sideways? I, I don't know. Like, you put <laughs> the front door puts you on the, like, the long side of it in the middle. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. You made it a point to say that, so I was wondering if it, I don't know. But anyways. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the floor was to the right. The, the floor was upside down, actually. <laughs> but... Off the left side of the living room, right? You have... What determines left and right side? <laughs> On one side! Pull up schematics. Let's see the blueprints. <laughs> okay, yeah. Drew, can you uh, put these blueprints up? So, uh, Pulls them up. Place? Yeah, no, it's a sideways <laughs> living room. Yeah, uh, shit checks out. If I ever did see one. Is that an angle up to code? But, carport, living room, they were somewhat touching each other on one side. Adjacent points, wall in the middle... <laughs> Insulation in between. Okay. okay. This wasn't like a garage. This was like gravel underneath, basically glorified lanes here. And that's where we kept the grill. Yeah. Okay. The propane tanks were kept off to the side of them, like right over here in front of a little bit to the right. So, Grandpa came in. (laughs) And the house blew the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) We're sitting over here. Next thing you know, you just hear kind of like a, a searing, like a. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what the heck is going on here? And then dad runs outside. Go take a look at it. And then the grill is sideways on the side of the propane tank while it's going. Kebabs on the floor. And now I didn't get to see it. Not the kebabs. So I'm sitting here. The reason why I was saying the walls is because my TV was up against the wall that the carport was on the other side of. So I'm sitting here laying, laying down on my couch, playing Xbox Call of Duty. And next thing I know, the wall blows in. Like, <laughs> blows in. These graphics are insane. <laughs> TV gone, which is not the first, second, or third TV that I've blown up to this. Well, actually, that probably was the first in order. But the fact that it keeps happening. My TVs don't go out. They explode. But <laughs> caves in, houses on fire, raccoon goes running. So, putting two and two together here, the running theory is that the raccoon knocked over the grill, messing with it, trying to get to the kebabs inside. Huh. Because no one else can figure out how it would have got sideways. And that that. resulted in the first house fire. Yeah. 
That's nuts. Fucking wall just blew up. That is nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, it gets better. We had a cat in there. Um, sister's outside crying because the house is in fire. We're all out at this point. So the house is in full blaze. We have a volunteer fire department right next to our house. Everyone make it out alive. Yeah, Damn. except for the cat. Like, forgets the cat, leaves him in there. And then... Um, Snapchat first. Everyone's oh. freaking out. And then I'm sitting over here like... Um, does someone need to call 911, 12-year-old me? And I'm like, well, screw it. I guess I'll do it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So don't let Matt build your house. Yeah. I have very few fire-related stories. Don't I we? have none. I've got two, and neither of them I was, like, severely hurt in. Um, I think the first one in order was I was really little. I don't remember how young. Uh, I might have been like 11 or 12, but uh, we were at my grandparents' house. It was me, my dad, and my grandpa. We were all out back building a bonfire. And my grandpa is a nut, um, and he wanted to really get the fire going, like right off the bat. So he dumps just a shit ton of diesel and gasoline on it out of a can, and then carries a can back to us, and we lit a match. We were going to throw it to the fire, like stay a good ways back or whatever. And uh, so my dad lights the match. What we didn't know is that whenever my grandpa tipped that can back up, it was leaking out of the nozzle all the way back back. to where we were. And so whenever my dad lit that match, it lit up at his feet just from the fumes, trailed it all the way to the bonfire. The bonfire ignited all at once, came up off the ground probably about five, six feet, settled back down. And I look over, and my dad is engulfed in flames. My dad is completely on fire. I take off running, and my dad's, like, screaming, trying to get into the house and, like, put himself out. Well, he finally puts himself out, and I run around the side of the house because the fire's spreading quickly. And so I'm, like, taking off running away from it. And I get in the front door, and my dad is ghost white, sweating like crazy, and he's, like, drenching himself in lukewarm water. But for, like, three months after that, he couldn't go to work. He got, like... Uh-huh. Because he got, like, his whole body skin grafted. He looked like a ghost. Jesus. Dude dude. had no hair, no facial hair, nothing. We literally would sit in the living room and play video games because that's all he could do. Like, dude couldn't get up, do nothing. It was rough. Jesus, dude. He got fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) God. Yeah, they determined most of that was just from sunburn. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Matt likes to whenever he calls me on at work and it like it's hot or whatever. I be sure you stay cool out there, bud. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can tell anybody that works outside. Yeah. Stay, cool. <laughs> stay cool. Like as as nice as it may seem to say, it's 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 uh very aggravating. Yeah. But if it's raining outside, stay dry is a different circumstance. No, like, no, it's not it's the worse. same shit. It's the same shit. Anytime I like, if I have to like use the bathroom or something, and I'm still in my work clothes, I'll go to a gas station. Like most times, it's come and go. I'll stop by and I'll run inside real quick, and people will see me, and I'll just be freaking covered in sweat, and of course my pants are disgusting. And uh, I'll pass by that little front desk at the checkout, and they're like, "Oh, you." Working hard or hardly working? I'm like, huh? What the fuck's it look like? Where's your, where's your, where's your shitter? I'm yeah. gonna go. <laughs> it's the it's, biggest dish you can 
But dude, they get a they get a kick out of it. They think it is absolutely hilarious. It's really not that funny. Can you not see that I'm the same shade of red as a crayon, and I'm covered in mud? It's I don't I I feel like I can speak for all male, like all males, like when you're in the heat, you're like your like uh, tolerance and like. I don't know how to say it. like aggravation level is just like through the fucking roof. Oh yeah, just just solely because of the heat. Yeah, like you're more on edge about shit. Like you're just short fused is probably the better. Yeah, the better term, kind of like the kind of like that grill at Matt's house. Um, but yeah, take take tips from us. Don't don't tell anybody that works outside to stay cool, dry, warm, yeah, cool, whatever. Just give it's them a fucking irritating. water or something. You know, yes. like that. As, see, ask them if they need to use the bathroom. That's a big thing for me is like having to use like rest, find places to use restrooms on my route. Most of my customers are cool about it and just like let me walk in and use them. But I've had them assholes that are like, no, we don't have any public restrooms. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we don't get any public mail anymore then. I'm like, fuck y'all, dude. <laughs> speaking of, Matt was on, I gotta, we're not speaking of, but uh, I was at the gas station and Matt was on the phone with me and, uh, Man, there was so much shit that happened, which I told you about this, but I went in to get pods, and my God, <laughs> <laughs> the, the language barrier was rough, man. It was, uh, I walk up to the counter, and I'm like, hey, can I get a two-pack of used menthol, 5%, you know? And so she brings over uh, like a four-pack and 5%. I'm like, no, 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 I need a two-pack. She brings over another four-pack. And I'm at 60 bucks right now rung up for some chips and drink egg roll and two packs, two, four packs of pods. I'm like, no, I just need like two pods in a pack. She goes, that's two, two packs. I was like, okay, okay, okay. I was like, let me just do the one, the one pack. She goes and grabs like a 1.8%. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need a 5%. And she goes, only 5% that we have is the four pack. I'm like, all right, well, I'll take that then. She brings back two packs again. I'm like, just, I just need one of these. I walk out and I'm like, Jesus, you know, it was like a five minute, uh, maybe five minute deal just to check out. And uh, I walk outside and I'm hearing, uh, I think Matt just shortly got the phone with me after I walked outside or before, but I hear, hey, mailman, mailman, hey, mailman, mailman, mailman. And while that's going on, while I'm being called by these people, there's like these these couple or this couple meeting up or whatever in separate cars. And one of them just like takes off through the pumps. They're about like five or 10 feet away from me. And there's like, yeah, I ain't dealing with this bullshit. It's obviously some like baby daddy drama. Yeah. Uh, so this lady's like swerving off through the pumps and driving away. And this dude gets in his car and he like peels out tire or whatever and just blows through this intersection that and this intersection is like not just like a normal one. It's one that uh, you you stop for a really good reason, and that's because there's people coming off the interstate. Yeah. <laughs> and he blows through that, and as I'm watching that, he got mailman, mailman, mailman. I'm like, what? You uh, you got you got a dollar? You got some? You were on the phone. Please. I was on the phone. You got you got some like change? You got a dollar or something? I gotta we gotta feed our children. It's like no, I don't I don't carry cash on me. Like here's a fucking application. That day was hectic. Just that that ten short minutes, so much happened. It's it's so weird, like just seeing how some people are in public. Like I get the same thing even here, just 
in the city, I'll stop at a gas station or whatever. And I get people asking me, like, oh, you know, like, we'll be at the, the come and go right down the road from here. They'll be like, hey, where's, you know where Salem's at? Where's Salem at? I'm like, dude, you're right down the road from it. Yeah. Like, they'll turn off in the gas station to ask me that. I'm like, if you would have stayed going where you were go- literally type it in your phone. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, what? there's no need to ask for directions anymore. Like, nowadays, no. Unless you don't have a phone, but if you can yeah. afford a car. Yeah, if you're, you're driving a nice car, I'm going to assume you've got a phone. Yeah. And anything going to be a nice car. Just There's not a lot of people in the world that don't have phones. Yeah. And, if, like, m- most Compatible cars nowadays. Compatible phones, at least. Most cars nowadays have onboard GPS. They've got sat-nav. they got mm-hmm. something that you can type something into, and it takes you to it. I don't yep. see why you have to ask. There's a lot of street signs too, and everything you know. Yeah, like, it's almost like they were put there for something. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, people, people blow my mind, man. Working out in the hood is like, like it's it's normal to me now, but like thinking thinking back on it, just the shit that's just every day that's normal now is just nuts. <laughs> I'll come home and be like, dude, Jordan, you'll never believe it, and I'll like run something by him because we were working in like a shady part of town or whatever, and he'll be like, oh, "Was it?" <laughs> <laughs> He only used a knife? Yeah. <laughs> huh. It's like, dude, I saw a dude running down the road just stabbing people on the sidewalk. It's like, he's only stabbing? He wasn't desecrating? It's he wasn't... been a good day for him. Yeah. <laughs> he must have won the lotto <laughs> or something. world's getting crazy, guys. That's weird. He had a shotgun last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what... We were at the gun show yesterday, and a couple older ladies walked past us. Matt, you were looking at something on the table. Me and Katie were standing there. And this lady walks by and she's like, the world's going to, or if the world goes to shit, blah, 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 blah. And I waited until she walked away and I looked at Katie. I was like, if I had a freaking dollar for every time I've heard that phrase oh, yeah. in the past, like, however long, she was like, I was just about to say the same thing. It's them hell bent. Yeah. Southern. Those preppers, man. Preppers. Absolute yeah. preppers. You are not a, you're a poser, not a prepper. If you buy all these guns that are the same dead gum caliber. Like, what do you need 8556 for? No, man, you, you, can, pistol? you can cuss on the podcast, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank fuck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he said dad go, and I'm like, does he think he can't say it? Look, I was trying to keep it PG for all the... Uh... Fuck no, dude. <laughs> There's nobody PG that watches... Or watches? Well, nobody yeah. watches our podcast. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> look, at, look at the cover of our thing. It's literally me almost licking Jordan. It says net. parental advisory, explicit content. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 Hey, ow, my mom's I made it on my phone. I can completely understand yeah, if it's fuzzy. Parental advisory. Those CDs else. are bad. Yeah. <laughs> you, need a, you need a gun for people. You need a gun for people with armor. You need a gun for vehicles. Vehicles with armor. And then you need the gun for the helicopter. You don't need eight guns for the same thing. An you RPG. ain't going to shoot eight. An RPG. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. A sticky bump. A rail gun. There are these beautiful things called APITs. They'll take their helicopters just fine. Uh, you Matt. Damn. Speaking of helicopters, I used to do that when I was in the Army. So, this entire time, we haven't mentioned it, but me and Gage Carefully. to be... We had, yeah, we haven't mentioned it for reasons or whatever, but we used to be in the, in the military. We just got out. Uh, Thank God. Yeah, I was a Blackhawk mechanic and... Gage, his shit was a lot cooler than mine. It was not. I I was an interrogator. That was the extent of it. Yeah. But yeah, we uh, we got out. Praise the Lord. Or as I referred to myself whenever I was telling people what I was, I was the uh, 
emotional support specialist. Yeah. Because <laughs> those exist. Yo, speaking of that, I've been reading, uh, or on, while we're on the topic, I've been reading uh, how the military is at an all-time low right now with recruitment. Yeah. And it is the funniest shit to fucking read. They're blaming it on COVID. Yeah. No. Sure, some of it's a percentage of COVID or whatever. You know, but like the military dude is so it's just not something anybody wants to join. Yeah. You know? They're at an all time low, dude. I've got signs that like uh leading up to my office that when I pull into work. But it's so funny to read it because it's not inaccurate in any way. It says now hiring Arkansas uh National Guard. Yeah. Now hiring. I'm like, when the fuck? There's not an application process. It's a volunteer thing. It's you go in there, and as long as you don't have any like detrimental medical issues, right? They're like, oh yeah, another meat shield, awesome, mm-hmm. and they'll take you. Yep. Like it's <laughs> they're they're desperate though, man. I... Well, my well, I've heard now. Um, I don't know much about this whole stuff, but um, I've heard <laughs> a lot of stuff that um for. The um, health checks that they get, pH something, I don't remember. PHA? Kind of deal. PHA, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's what he said. Physical health Physical assessment. Physical health assessment, yeah. Yeah, Those but um, all the stuff that the people would fail and they're supposed to get discharged for it, you know, nothing really comes of it. Are they about to change that? Uh, yeah, there's been a big overhaul on if stuff goes down. Like, I have a buddy who um, is getting his wisdom teeth pulled, and um, he's failed dental all, like past three four years that he's been and you know just ignoring it because he knew nothing was going to come of it yeah but um and that went very well but <laughs> it actually got um serious the last time this dude went because um he was telling me that it was like you have 90 days to go to this before you get discharged now we're talking this dude's great on pt great shot like one of the few people in the unit um, his unit that actually gets stuff done because you know there's always like the people who work in the unit and then there's the rest of the unit yeah that's um, just kind of there yeah at least that that's what I've heard for the most part but um and all the people they miss one PT test rank gone and I've seen that happening already mostly corporals at this point but <laughs> just from just from hearing about it from friends I <laughs> was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know anything about that kind of stuff, but I have heard a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I read a little bit about that as well. How they're gonna start like with asthma and stuff, and uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know if it was ADHD or something, but like they're gonna start lifting some restrictions. Yeah, like you can actually people. take but, medication for ADHD now and yeah. DN. Yeah. Well, the the stats are uh, there's only twenty percent of Americans that can uh, join, like qualify to join, like, you know, weight, height, uh, PT stuff wise right now, but only like 11% that are willing. That high? It's fucking, yeah. Yeah, it, I know it seems high, but that's, in my eyes really, that's that shit's low as fuck. Just the, I mean, there's like headlines about it now, man. That's mm-hmm. hasn't been a thing. It's what 1970 maybe no not even that maybe since the last draft they're, they've never had a problem with like recruiting but, but yeah there's gonna be 10,000 tens of thousands shorts uh troops short this year by the end of the fiscal this year 
We are entirely safe from the draft, though. If you serve and you get discharged or you retire or whatever, as long as you spent time in, um, then whenever you're out, you're no longer eligible to be drafted. Good deal. I don't think there will ever be no draft, but... I see it. I never thought the world would be the way it is now, but... Yeah. I'm not going to get too deep into that shit, but... Because that speaks for itself. So I try to stay away from... Uh, like all the especially the hot topics right now well it's been a hot topic since I was like 15, 16 but abortion I saw a video on that uh, I guess it was last night Um, and I feel like this one's a little extreme even for like just most general like the general public it's a little much Um, but it was this lady and she was petitioning to end uh, like what we would say is the idea of abortion uh like in the womb killing whatever's in there whether you think it's a person or just a fetus or whatever Mm -hmm. uh killing that to prevent the birth she was petitioned to get rid of that and wait and give birth to the to the child and then that starts when it's eligible for abortion is when it's born until it's 18 years old holy shit and if it's not going to be a productive member of society then you kill it Damn. Yeah. Can I make an exemption for like 21? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like, where like, do I sign? Am I eligible? <laughs> she was like full on. Like, this whole idea yeah, to her was just case. revolutionary. I, like, I looked at my girl and I was like, that's a little fucking much. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? That's murder. That is like straight up murder. Yeah. Like, that's not, you can't. That's the purge, man. Yeah, you can't take. 12 hours of it. You can't hold that above someone's head and be like, oh, you better be a good little boy. Or Like, whenever I was a kid, it was always like, oh, you better be good or Santa's not going to give you any gifts this year. Sure. But if she got her way, oh, you better be good this year. We're going to fucking kill you. God, like, dude. what kind of parenting method is that? Where's this lady from? I don't know. It looked like a rally in D.C. Uh, I know uh, where she got that. You ever seen those commercials to where, like, it was um, this dude right here. He won all these Nobel Prize prizes. Yeah. Uh, Cured cancer with a new flavor of popcorn that was so good. You remember those ads? But uh, he didn't get to do all that because he was aborted. You seen those? Uh-uh. You haven't? No. No, they aired for like a couple of years back in like 2015, 2016. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, and it would be like, oh yeah, this guy, like, um, he stopped this war and came up with world peace. But uh, unfortunately, he was tubed out, you know, like. However, they do the abortion. He they was extracted. Like, they pull him out, or like the pliers. But I don't like, know how it works. <laughs> Wasted. Yeah, like <laughs> you didn't get to cure cancer because you didn't let him come out. So what is that know. like? The idea behind that, like giving him that shot, go ahead, cure your cancer, or boom, off with your head. I'm more know. familiar with the. This is your brain, and this is your brain <laughs> on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions? I used to love those days. The I don't know if y'all had them in elementary school, like the drug-free days. Or I the didn't go to elementary. Days. I went to primary. I was a weird kid. We y'all had, didn't have an elementary school? They, yeah, they did. Wait, Just no, the weird people went to it. It was very small. Yeah. That's called alternative we, school. We went to we went to primary. Primary was the cool kids. Place. Nah, it was cool. I liked it. Wait, so like where y'all grew up, there seriously ah. wasn't an elementary no, school? No, there is. Okay, There's so. two different types of elementary schools. It's the, the primary is just like another 
name for it just to be able to like house more kids, you know. Okay. But they didn't call it the elementary. That was for the one whatever that got reason by the tornado. Wasn't I don't know why. It? No, 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 no. Uh, intermediate was the one that got fucked up by the tornado. Oh. Was it even built yet at that point? I don't think it was. I no, think it, it, no, it was in the process. So it was almost yeah. done. They yeah. were like, "Hey, we're gonna open that up in a this fall," and they're like, "Oh well, sorry." That but. spring said no. Yeah. <laughs> Those tornadoes went on your garage, man. But there was what they called the elementary, but it was very small. Not a whole lot of kids went to it. So you had like a fifth of the middle school that went to the elementary, and then the rest of them that went to the primary. Oh, well, yeah, no, yeah. we didn't graduate out of, like, elementary school or anything. Like, it went from primary and elementary were on the same level. Yeah, it's weird. And then it went to, like, middle school, freshman academy, and then high school for us. But now they get, oh, fuck. <laughs> I missed up. <laughs> I missed up, please. It's been so good. I missed a bit, man. Uh, we have another guest star. I feel like we should preface that to a little. Yeah, he was resting on my back for the first man, half. Man, Cooney. Very little pain in the ass. Oh, oh dude. my gosh. Holy shit. He yoinked his ass. Matt's about to get married. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats, That's man. You. Who's about to get married? You are, dude. Oh. I haven't told you yet. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. October, <laughs> October 28th, right? Still. October 28th. Yeah, man. That's, that's exciting. Somewhere around 6 or 7 p.m. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, in Yep. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be cool. It it's is. gonna be short. I was actually, I was literally talking to, uh, oh, who was it? That's gonna bug the piss out of me now. This guy at work. Um, I was exhausted, obviously, and I was talking to him, and uh, he's like, "Man, you don't look okay. Are you like, what's up?" And I was like, "Man, I'm just tired. I'm just ready for the weekend." And he was like, "Oh, you got big plans? Going out to a bar? Blah blah blah." <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, we honestly, like, me and my friends don't really do that anymore. He's like, you going to see She-Hulk? I was like, fuck no. Man, I'm probably just going to sit at home and chill, dude. Yeah. And he That's was like, it's fun now, man. Yeah, he's like, I thought you were, like, young and I thought y'all did all that. I was like, we did for a little bit, but, man, like. Shit burned out quick. Yeah, we can't keep up with that kind of life anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Alistair. Uh, kind of like when we were talking to uh, the neighbors that the last time we talked to them. They were telling us they sat out. These are people yeah. that are Grown 30, individuals. 30, 40 years old, got kids, you know, just whatever. The kids are out there with them. Just full-blown adults, you know, past our past our years. They, they'll they sit out there every almost every day, which here lately they haven't been doing it. But yeah. uh, they were telling us they would sit out there on weekends until like 7 o'clock in the morning just drinking yeah. and shit. These people that are like 30, their, 40 years old. In their driveway. I'm like, Damn. How do they do it? And here we are. It we, did, we burned out after a year of it. Yeah, I wouldn't, it wasn't even Less a full a year. year. It was like six, six months. months. Yeah. It was literally from like summer. A consistent six months. Yeah. It was summer till, well, that Christmas party that we did. Yeah. And after that, we kind of, everybody was like, yeah, no. Yeah. Christmas probably wasn't wild, though. It was just a, it was just a nice time yeah. to be around friends and stuff. But that was the last time we had anything that could really be labeled as a party. Sure. Yeah, our parties now are get off work, take a shower, take a nap. Yeah, come over to Matt's, play Just some board games. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they can separate me from yeah, that shit's fun as fuck, though. Like, game nights. That was fun. Are, are fun. It's relaxing. 
I think I was talking to you about this. Like we used to be like, oh man, we should we should get together and just fucking like have a fucking hoorah, blah blah blah. And then <laughs> now we're like, dude, that was fun. Like we went over to Matt's and played video or not video, uh, board games, man. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was nice, man. Yeah, like we've it's it's such a shift. I got in bed at like nine o'clock that night. <laughs> dude, the dudes I play video games with, I'll be talking to them and like I'll get off at ten, like because I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. And they're like, dude, it's only 10 o'clock. Like, this is a Friday night when I should be staying up. Like, dude, it's only 10 o'clock. What are you doing? Like, guys, I'm an old man now. Yeah. Like, piss off. I'm tired. Yeah. That's, it's a real thing, too. Mm-hmm. Only one of my buddies stood up for me. He was like, no, man, I get that. When you're in a sleep schedule, you kind of just stick with it. It makes it a lot easier. I was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Do you guys have a sleep schedule? I do. Absolutely, dude. I settle down around 10, 10.30, and I'm out before midnight. Oh, see, sometimes I'll go to bed at like 9, 9.30, and then other times it'll be like 2 a.m. Not for like any particularly good reason. I'll just be awake, and of course my roommate, me and him play a lot of video games, so like we won't touch our game consoles for like two weeks. We'll hop on for like two weeks straight, sleep for like maybe three to four hours. Gosh, and then I'll wake up at 11 o'clock the next day. Just from playing video games. And they'll be like, well, I guess it's time to go to work. Mm. I wish. Well, I mean, I don't have a real job. You, know? you do and you don't. Like, well, you do. You do have a real job. It's just right now it's it's slow. Basically, I have to complete a certain amount of work. And I got to do it. But um, if the work's not there, then I just, you know, kind of pick up neighborhoods that they look pretty. That's my job. And it's not like it's a, a secret that's my job. Like, I feel like that's going to also a lawn care specialist. Thanks for that, Katie. But, yeah. Uh, basically, if a lot of people call in and have some complaints, want me to go look at their grass, then uh, I'll go out there and I'll do that. But um, there's no estimates, anything like that. Yeah. Self-entertainment. Well, that's going to be a hard cut. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you all a story real quick, all right? So this happened here in Arkansas. Um, a Salisaw woman was taken to Sequoia County Jail for trying to sell her children to a woman in Fort Smith. The heck? Yep. Nicole Van Horn. She's our age, 22 years old. Uh, she was selling her children, right? A two-year-old, a 10-month-old, and for $1,000 each. Or oh, my four, gosh. Or, for four th- or both for 4000 Dude, that's that's for drug money. So that's got to be for drug money. Well, uh, officials say it was possible she needed bond money to get her boyfriend out of jail. Oh my so god! That makes sense too. So that's sell your own horrible. children to get your boyfriend out of jail. Yep. Fucking nuts, man. Dude. Uh, just come to say, uh, according to the police report, Van Horn had used a Facebook to contact a woman at Fort Smith and had messaged the woman just come to Salisaw. It's only 30 minutes away, and I'll give you all of her stuff and let y'all have her forever for $1,000. Just for one child. Or 4000 for both. Here in Arkansas, man. That's another one that's from Arkansas. I don't know if y'all heard about it. I don't know what's up with Facebook. They need to double-check who the fuck they got on there. But there was a student at some college. I can't remember. I'm a little bit fuzzy on some of the details. But, uh... They were involved in this, like there was a dude that collects uh, like anatomical parts, like the, the preserved shit. 
like it's in that jelly or whatever so it doesn't decay. And he's got like two full skeletons of like actual human bones, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's weird, but it's not illegal. However, purchasing human parts off of Facebook Marketplace is, and that's what he did. Jesus, dude. And there, he was buying it from some lady, and the lady was aided by a college student here in Arkansas. All this was happening in Arkansas. But was aided by the college student in acquiring body parts to sell to this dude. But I saw the picture of him. And it's like one of the things that like just as like a picture of him alone should be enough to launch an investigation. Like that type of nut job look. But it's just the the weird shit that happens in this state, dude. So yeah, guys, come to our Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, we've got the mountains, we've got Salisaw, we've got children for sale, we've Meth got heads. bones and you know, uh, arms and legs and shit for sale. For yeah, some check Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, dude. For some Fuck reason, the dark web, man. The drug trade in Arkansas is insane. I didn't know. That. Well, one of the cartels. Attached. One of the cartels' main like <laughs> supply routes that they use or whatever goes straight through Arkansas, and they've got like seven stops in Arkansas. Now, I remember back in I say back in the day. I can't remember the time frame, but like there was a big like. Uh, organization running through Arkansas like using planes and shit uh, which one it might be related to like it might be related to the cartel oh. I don't know you know what I'm talking about Mina Arkansas Mina yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah see that's the only thing I've ever heard uh, like big deal drug related wise I didn't know it was still going on that's that's a whole mess and a half to get into man you know much about it I've read it before I forgot all, a lot about it um, but yeah, basically a lot of stuff was going in and out of Mena, Arkansas. It was being shit by playing, came yeah. from, you know, where, you know, most people assume cartel stuff comes from. But I, I didn't want to dock to Mexico Canada? like that. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got some pretty stuff over there, but a lot of drugs, man. So basically there was an investigation. There's um, a whole lot of people that um, claimed to have seen some important figures over there, like um, particularly the Clintons. And then basically, like, there was a guy who was going to come forward and talk about all that he'd seen there from sneaking over and looking at the airplane. And basically, this dude, he went down. Every, confirmed, knew he was a drug dealer. But someone said they had video footage of um, Bill's son down there talking, chatting it up with the guy and, like, patting him on the back before he went off on the plane. And before... They could go to court for it, had the subpoena and everything. It was date was set. Um, he ended up on a train tracks about five six miles south of the airport right before a train went through. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So that one. So there's a documentary on it on YouTube. It's like two and a half hours, and it lists like a whole bunch of the stuff more in depth. And nothing's the only thing that's confirmed is that dude and his kind of chain went down for it and they caught a lot of them involved but who was buying it and where it was going to never really got uncovered nobody, yeah. nobody went down for yeah well, i feel like with government like anything like government related type stuff like bought a lot of stuff you're gonna get away with it you know i mean the government only did bad things in the 60s and we know that but right they, yeah they, they stopped <laughs> that's over it's all reform yeah did um, the more i pay attention oh, right to like what's going on with the world 
the more I realize I like genuinely just don't trust the government anymore. And I, I know most people are on board with that train of thought. I was literally, uh, oh, who was the dude that ran for president? Most on board people. Yeah. Who was the dude that ran for president? Uh, he wanted the free college. I forgot his name. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Bernie. Uh, he was giving an address at something, um, but he was reading off statistics, and he was like, hey, just see, so I'm going to paraphrase, obviously. He was like, hey, just so you guys know, uh, this study that was done like a few weeks ago turned back results that uh, 86% of Americans feel that the government is corrupt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was here recently. Yeah, yeah, it was like really recent. Uh, it was relieving to hear that... Uh, said to Congress. You yeah. Know. And the, the, it was almost the same percentage of Americans that said that they felt as though they would have to take up arms mm-hmm. to get what they want. To, to like be taken care of by the government. Yeah. So I, it's it's yeah. good to hear that people are waking up to the whole thing of I'm not trying to like incite here um, but it, it's good that people are waking up to like the, the lies that are being presented to them. Yeah. Because here recently, it's it's felt like people are just freaking robots wandering around. Which it definitely feels that way. Yeah. This is gonna get. We live in a simulation. But um, <laughs> a lot of this comes down to, um, I don't think the common people's thought is what the common people's thought is portrayed as. If that makes sense, because like Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. I mean, heck, um, if the story's true. Um, which they're still in the lawsuit about right now between Elon and Twitter. He wanted to buy Twitter, and he canceled and he backed the contract. out of that, didn't he? Well, they won't let him back out because he still signed the contract. So they're in court over it right now, um, basically over the data, because they wouldn't give him any sort of information on how many fake Twitter accounts were on there, how many of them were unverified, and basically how many accounts were linked to the same numbers to make these posts. And once they wouldn't give him any of that information... Bots are everywhere, dude. That's where he was, like, talking about it. So, the whole theory is is that all these bots and stuff are being made by these companies that host the websites to put these opinions out there to make everyone else think that's what they believe. And then that's more feasible, a lot it's easier like, to it's see. like ad tracking. A lot more evident. Ad tracking. Dang, you started. But... <laughs> Like, that stuff's out there, whether you like to admit it or not, pretty hard evidence, not enough to say 100%, but if you ignore it, it's, it's, I don't think that you should. All I'm saying is keep the Second Amendment closed, because that was put in place because we used guns to start this country, so. You just got to finish it. Or to take it back. All a gun is, is power. If you want someone else, say no. Guns kill people, man. I want a gun. Bullshit. Unless it's an SKS, <laughs> it won't go off on its own. Yeah, it needs one a psychopath or two a trained individual to uh, to be effective. Uh, you remember that segment we used to do? Uh, the bet you didn't know. Yeah. I just I just pulled some up for y'all. I got some bet you didn't knows, uh, or facts that don't really occur to you. Nobody has ever technically watched it. Watched a full movie because you're constantly blinking. Dang. Yeah. 
Well, Watkins in return, like, yeah. your eyes are just open. You've never seen the movie, because you're dead. That's nuts. Uh, moonlight is still technically sunlight. Well, yeah, but you learned that in elementary school. Sorry, <laughs> primary. Yeah, my old <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those are mine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna list off a shit ton. But yeah, crushed oh. ice is just groundwater. Anyway, I've got one for you. Um, the moon, right? Made Swiss cheese. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like single. Never mind. I'm just. I'm gonna have to put crickets right here. <laughs> <laughs> Swiss cheese. Is that yeah, like a that. like I, a country joke or something? Or? No, it's like an old cartoon. It's like the moon is made of Swiss cheese. So like Pinky and the Brain, they tried to go to the moon because they thought it was made out of Swiss cheese. Nothing. Man, just... If you thought the moon was made out of Swiss cheese and you were between the ages of newborn and 18 years old, I might get on board with Homegirl. <laughs> That's what I couldn't land on, man. If you ever yeah. try to land in cheese, it don't work. <laughs> Natural selection, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm still a huge... Uh, I don't, I don't subscriber, I guess, advocate. to the to, yeah advocate. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you, um, of uh, of Darwinism, social Darwinism. Absolutely, dude. I'll just go fuck myself. We are uh, not. We're talking. Um, the world would be better off. It would if like we didn't have so many like handicaps available for people. The non-productive and weak people just in society, weak-minded, like, just helpless people, they would all die off and would be much better off. First of all, population would shoot down. We need that. Mm-hmm. It, freaking it all. It, <laughs> talking about the hunger That's situation, true. like, more food and all that reminds me of that uh, Twitter post that I think the official Twitter account made. No, like, with uh, 2% or 6% or something, some low number of uh, of... Elon Musk's, uh, like, full wealth would solve world oh, hunger yeah. or whatever. And he was like, if you guys can present a feasible argument of how six, what was it, six billion dollars? It was a fairly large amount. Six billion dollars would uh, fix world hunger. He's like, I will sell Tesla shares and we'll do this thing right now. And there was no response. Like, Yeah, that's not going to happen. No, like, because people... That, that takes money out of like uh, big people's pockets yeah. you know like well, think when whenever you whenever they ask if you want to uh, round up to donate to St. Jude's you're not doing anything no you're not tax when evasion charities like charities for like right now in California yeah you're right Matt <laughs> when you pay a dollar for those roundups hey most of that money because only 40% has to go to the cause for it to be considered a non-profit. Fun yeah. fact, check 40% me on that of that penny you just donated. <laughs> so, yeah. when you put a dollar towards whatever corporations do this, all it's going to go is, A, let's say Perfect World, 100% of it does go to that charity, which it's not, I promise. 40%, maybe. But other than that, all they do is send that off to Uncle Sam when they pay the taxes and be like, oh, you know how we owe this many billion in taxes? Well, we got this many billion in charity that we sent over, mm-hmm. and that's our tax write-off, the yep. taxes we have to take. Yep. Okay, like that's, that's exactly what it is. And it's blatantly obvious, too. These charities have been gone forever. Mm-hmm. Cancer research, homeless people in California. Like, there's more than enough money. Uh, I mean, cancer, that's a conspiracy. Cause so what are I we researching on homeless people? 
No, not research. <laughs> just to get homeless people off the streets, you know. Uh, but there's more than enough money for that. That'll never happen. I think the main issue with the whole like world hunger deal and like people always pointing fingers is they calculate it based off of like cost of living type shit. They're like, okay, so we've got this many people living below the poverty line. How much money would it take, theoretically, to get them all above the poverty line? Mm-hmm. That's not taking into account like availability of resources, like actual availability of food, water, shelter, any of that. And they're just like, hey, you know, we could fix the problem with this amount of money. It's like, well, you'd be a step closer. You'd still have to have everything readily available. You'd still have to, you'd still have to produce enough food to feed them, produce enough water, manage shelter. Electric. Yeah, like every, they don't take into account that there is literally not enough resources available at the moment to solve these problems. We literally just have too many people. Mm-hmm. But A lot. Do you keep up with the homeless situation much? No. Do you know where um, homeless people have the most support, government funding programs, and everything? North Aurora, Arkansas. The VA. Yeah. Not even top 50. (laughs) I'm talking out of the 50 states, it's probably not even top 50, my guy. Route 1414. I'm talking the state of California, (laughs) right? They have simultaneously the most money, support, programs, and everything put into homeless people, and then also have way more homeless people than any other state. Yeah, that's true. And I think, this this may be not okay to say, but I think it may come to a point to where um, you take like the people that are like hardcore heroin or like serious drugs that cause you not to be able to function, right? That all they do is look for those drugs. And those drugs are expensive. So if you give them 800 bucks a week, 1000 bucks a week, which is the stuff that they really do over there on a regular basis, all they're going to do is go over there and buy more heroin and then stay on the streets. Because, like, you go, like, I, I go to San Francisco every now and then, every year or two, every couple of years, and it's just gotten progressively worse with the more money they put into it. There are so many designated areas where there's rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of tents. There were just homeless people. Like shit on the streets, people pissing. You gotta go off into the road to avoid all the homeless people that'll try and mug you with broken bottles. And I'm sorry. Like, I mean, I know I can't bring a gun to the state of California, but if someone tries to mug me with a knife, I'm gonna laugh in their face. But also, like, it's just, it's so bad. Every single bridge or anywhere they have with shade, they construct spikes so that the homeless people don't burrow in there. And they are the state with the most support for them. And it's just so out of control. Like, New York, you've got the same populations over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've got a homeless problem, but it's not half that bad. I think to a certain point, if they just stop giving them more drug money, then that might help them out a little bit more. No. That seems like a good solution, to be honest. Because, like, let's say, I mean, this is a terrible idea, but uh, he's got a crackhead, right? You don't give him money, what are they going to do? They're going to find some work. They're going to do something for you. They're going to go fix Jim Bob's car, and then they're going to go get some more crack money. So at least they've still got some economy movement there. They've still got somebody in society. But, like, the other people, they're just getting free money, the down payment on a tent, and then... (laughs) (laughs) That's... That's where that goes to, dude. Or at least a program for like rehab or something, but 
Mm. They buy tents in California, the same way people buy trailers here. Mm. Like, uh, you got that yeah. double wide. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's just whole areas. I'm sorry. I, I need to get off this subject, but. No, it's definitely a thing. Like, whenever I was That's out there, thing, whenever I was at the language school out there in California, uh, we'd go out and we'd do our, like, freaking PT every morning. And there was a homeless lady that would follow us with a boombox. And she would run in formation with us, playing music for us. She could have joined, man. She was like, oh, we love the Army. We love the Army. And she's bumping, like, Tupac and 50 Cent and all kinds of stuff while we're running. It was awesome. But it was, like, just the fact that they are that prevalent. Like, we went running on the beach in the, like, going through the middle of town, basically. And they were everywhere. creative. It was just ridiculous. Like, they weren't even asking for money. They were happy with their life. It's pitiful. They just run around um, not having to do anything because they're getting a free paycheck not to. So, yeah. Like, I think if we cut funding, quit, like, I feel like the government's crippling people. Like, like, there are better ways to spend that money. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't want to work a job? Oh, we'll, you don't have we'll to. Cover, we'll cover your bills. Boom. Section the eight. fuck is that? Boom, like, Section 8 housing. It's such bullshit. Like, you know? if you if you work now, not only are you paying for your bills and your, like, living standard and everything. And theirs. You're funding theirs. Oh, yeah. Because they won't get off their ass. Uh, mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're keeping them down by giving them money. Yeah. But if they stop giving them money, then they're going to make some argument saying that, you know, the fucking government's out to get them. It's like, no, they're trying oh, to help sh- you. Oh, fucking sure, man. Like, it's everybody yeah. wants to throw their own little fucking pity party. This world is in a spiral right now. Mm hmm. Kendrick Lamar. Um, yeah. But I mean, this isn't stuff we have to talk about, you know? Like, or this isn't stuff we have to say. Like, it's. No, oh, yeah, it's blatantly obvious. Yeah, it's just. Everyone knows it. And advocates of it, they know it. Yeah. They don't have to admit it, but. Like, you want to help those people, but there's a certain degree to where they have to help themselves and also. If you just keep, because all you're doing is funneling their spiral, like he was saying, like you can't mm-hmm. just. I believe the word's enabling, but that word's rarely used today. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just such a bad, bad trend that if we could take some time to fix it, you may be like uh, giving homeless people food, offering them job. No. Jordan's taking workers all day long. Don't offer them a job, man. That's just cruel. All they're going to do is tell you they don't want a job. Yeah. I mean, if if I could be happy with myself to sit at home. Morally. Yeah. Morally, yeah. To sit at home, do fuck all, and use someone else's hard-earned money to pay my bills, if I could live with that, I'd do it 100%. Because yeah. working is hard. Working sucks. Mm-hmm. But to feel accomplished, that's something I, <laughs> I have to do. Yep. And that's how most people are. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that I mean, I mean, you don't can't, feel that way. You can't necessarily, because I, I find myself getting angry about it. Yeah. You know? I get fucking and, I'm pissed right now just thinking about But it. with the people that are okay with that, you also, you can't blame them, man. It's it's all down to the root of my fucking government. Well, but. you see, the thing about that is, is, depends on where you say you can't. Because all that funding comes from your paycheck and when you spend money. 
So that's the deal. Like, I've never been one more like, oh, they're wasting our tax. I don't care too much about that. But, I mean, just off of the principle, um, that is 100% coming off of you and your family's taxes to pay for them to do whatever, buy their tent, poop on the street, that whole nonsense, set up the corner of every intersection. Like, it's when they are on those programs taking those money, it's not free money that doesn't affect us because um you wonder why we're so in debt over all these different things oh we yeah. start those programs and have y'all heard of the gosh. the uh the new uh inflation reduction act oh yeah the one that raises taxes yeah <laughs> that's that's a good way to do it what how many what was it billions or millions that they put into that billions billions okay what's their idea take more money out like off the market so that prices go down well, that would that would be useful yeah. in the in, uh, reduction so, yeah, stop, part of stop inflation. Stop printing bills and get sure. rid of some of the money in circulation. No, this this uh, a good part of the money is going towards going green, and literally everything uh, that is the opposite. Uh, and this is something uh, Bernie also talked about as well. Surprisingly, it's everything. Uh, contradicting to what the title of the bill is like well well the bill's name is the inflation reduction act but everything that comes with it is the opposite oh spend more money yeah gotcha yeah kind of like how the keystone's bad for the environment do you remember that conversation we had forever ago oh my god yeah (laughs) i just listened to the (laughs) podcast episode i wanted to touch on something right so the main concern is because we're not, we're not going to quit using oil, first of all. Even if you use an electric car, it still comes from a diesel generator. Whether it's at a plant or in your backyard, it's just equally as bad. But the big thing with the Keystone Pipeline is the thing that's regulation ungodly deep. I say that because I can't remember the number, but it's really deep. Their concern is that what happens if oil leaks into the ground and causes damage to the forest? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you see, that print sounds... Sounds pretty reasonable, except for the fact that it comes from the ground to begin with. It's crude oil that goes through the pipe. You know where that stuff came from? The same depth that the pipeline's running through. You know why it's taking so long to do? Because they have to dig these giant holes. So it's at the same depth, so it doesn't cause environmental damage. Like, oh my gosh. It came from the ground, so what if it leaks back into it at the same depth? Oh no, we'll have to mine it later. <laughs> Holy crap. Matt's better throw his fucking headset, dude. <laughs> it's like the deforestation thing. Oh my oh, god, they're yeah. going to cut down all the trees. They have to replant them when they cut them. <laughs> See, trees are this thing called renewable energy. Not because the tree magically appears with wood again, but if you plant a seed, a tree comes back up over a couple of years. God. It's magical. Oh god. <laughs> the little pixies make sure that they uh, they stimulate the trees. Is that oh. how that works? Check oh. the sides. As long as I have been (laughs) in the plant industry, which is my entire working life, my whole job is to pull soil samples, analyze specific conditions as to why this got this way, the environmental circumstances that determine whether you have dandelions, chickweed, crabgrass, all of it. My whole life is spent on grass and trees. And let me just say, crude oil, it'll kill about anything that it hits. 
but it don't sterilize the ground, not for more than a couple of months. After that, remnants are gone, everything is fine. Now, all that being said, I still, think you're wrong, Matt. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'll just, uh, yeah, anyone who disagrees with me can have my plant board registration number and pick which license they want to use for this for this conversation. My whole life goes to grass. Oh man. Matt is the epitome of touch grass. Yeah. I do it all day long. Yeah. All day long. Why did this dark spot guy do Well you see there's an oak tree right there and there's shade on this grass. I thought you meant outside. Yeah, dude, I looked at the fucking window. I'm like, well, the clouds are out, man. Yeah, you see that spot a quarter mile over there? Yeah, yeah. Lasered in. Crabgrass. Target range finder. Over here mixing up a backpack. Matt's got his freaking go bag. For Matt's got a trigger, dude. Grass-related special operations in foreign countries. You said there's a weed over there? Hold on. <laughs> Hey, hey, no need to bring out the airsoft guns. Yeah, this is my, um, oh, it's not Allen key in here. <laughs> I thought that was your foregrip. <laughs> I was like, it's a bitch-ass foregrip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the, uh, the, uh, the economy efficient foregrip. Yeah, it's just the Allen key that you've welded <laughs> to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Like that guy who welded the wrench on the back of his yes. tailgate. Have you seen that? Yes, those are funny. Yeah. Oh, Damn, Matt. All right. Well, uh, yeah, Matt. Matt gets triggered about some oil, man. Shit. Just stupidity. Like you can research it. You oh, pull yeah. up a map of the pipelines in the U.S. right now. It. Oh my god. Yeah. If they weren't worried about environmental damage, then they would have run it in straight lines. As opposed to how jagged everything is, they're <coughs> trying to put it through pathways where it, it's what, oh, like you said, it, it if it was to leak out, it would return to where it came from. Oh, and return to cinder. You can't say they're doing it to save oil. They're doing now, it to save oil. Instead of it traveling down a pipe, <laughs> you know how it gets transported from diesel trucks that have to waste more fuel and add that into the ozone environment all that stuff oh, yeah. to drive it back and forth and your average fuel truck could carry about 2,000 gallons fuel crude oil which not to mention they have to build more because there's not when you need more oil you have to build more trucks which use more and yeah anyway moving on to global warming uh, Matt, you got any ideas on that? Global warming, nah. No, nothing about it. Don't I like do. the heat. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bitch this summer, dude. Hey, you know bees are explode not in an explosion that you would think of, but bees are imploding uh, or exploding. Sorry, due to this heat that we've had. Yeah, thank God. And when they do, we need bees, bro. That's I don't know good. where you heard that from, but that's 100% false. No, it's not. It is not. Because it's like the sun is inviscerating their insides, and the funny part about it is is that they're ejaculating when they explode. Like, <laughs> what? Like, okay. It's, awesome. it's not like an explosion like you... Dude, you know, what a way to go. Right. But I'm serious. It's a real thing. Where in... It's not in this state. I promise. I swear to God, not. You I know saw. how many times I go to the plant board and 
in a month. I swear to God. Oh, by the way, the plant board also handles all I'm the usually insects, like, which is why one of my licenses says pesticide on it. Matt, I'm telling you, this is the I'm truth. I'm telling you, these don't just ejaculate and explode. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Matt, well, now they do. You need to. You could have told me the aliens are doing it, and I would have been like, ah, okay, you know, that can make some sense. I don't know what the heck Dude, they're doing. Well, I can't tell you to do research on it, but just look it up, dude. Like, seriously, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. It's be nuts. Like, it's be nuts, yeah. But now this heat's been a bitch, dude. It has. I feel forward. like that's one of those West Nile situations. Like, have you heard that like mosquitoes can cause the deadly West Nile virus and stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah, four yeah, people yeah. give it a year. Yeah. See, I used as a kid, I was told like, be careful with that and like ticks and shit and whatnot. Yeah. And it's like, disease. Yeah, it's like who gets that stuff anymore though, you know? Oh, dude, I was uh, I was doing a little bit of of uh, digging into because this assault weapons ban thing had me stressing uh so i did some digging you mean, you mean common semi-automatic weapons yeah like i said the assault weapons bill whatever that yeah. is not assault weapons anything semi-automatic basically anything post early days of world war one uh they're trying to ban um but I was reading into it a little bit, and they're trying to stop it because there's 30,000 gun deaths a year. Um, that is not... Suicide. Yeah, that's not counting... Like, that's not taking out suicides or anything like that. Um, that's just raw number. 30,000 people die to weapons, to firearms, every like every year. Uh, 40,000 people die from tripping and falling a fucking year. <laughs> More people die. You are more Just likely being clumsy. You are more likely to die from uneven pavement than you are a fucking gun. And they're trying to ban guns. What is that bullshit? Tell me, there's not an agenda. Well, there definitely is because that's the only thing stopping the government from from having complete and utter control. control. Yeah. Like it. It, it ha- It's happened to. I'm going to say empires before us disarming the people and it's it's looking like it's about to happen to us. It's ridiculous. And now the FBI has uh, put out like a well the FBI with the help of the current um, administration has labeled strong believers in the second amendment uh, as domestic terrorists. And they're authorizing uh, people to report them or eradicate them. But, like, how the fuck are you going to kill somebody that's well-trained with a gun if you don't believe in guns? Yep. And, it like, we're not a bunch of psychos. That goes back to the whole... Well, like, because I, I heard about this this deal or whatever... So we've discussed with the 1808 bill, the same thing you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of want to see it happen. I want to see them do it to see the reaction. The yeah. And I want to see all cops, I want to see any law enforcement uh, have their guns taken away. I want to see anybody that ha- that protects, you know, uh, VIPs mm-hmm. and stuff, very important people, whatever. Uh, the president. And anybody of any kind of importance or like stature or whatever, yeah. And Anyone? just just as that way they can see how it turns out. 
Anyone who's no. had a job where they relied on any sort of weapon system yeah. to protect them or protect the others like around them, let them get their It'll never happen. Out. No, it It'll fucking never won't. Happen. But I would love to see it. Oh, yeah. I really would. That's like the whole reason that we have the right to... I would love to see ATF banging on Matt's door just to see how that goes down. Oh, dude. It, <laughs> that'd be a shit show. I'm telling you, everything I own is 100% legal. Some oh, of it off yeah, the technicality, sure. but 100% legal. <laughs> All I'm saying is if they start outlawing the stuff I have, A, first, best, uh, uh, yeah, based off of history, the stuff that they outlaw, if you've had it before... Your grandfather banned. They just like I just don't. Yeah, don't, they don't keep it out. They ban future purchase and transfer, not possession. Yeah. So like, I mean, it, in which case, if they try to come for anything, if they just be like, okay, yeah, guns, bad, give them up. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to them, but um, they're gonna get the ammo first. <laughs> I had the like, same talk with Jules. And that's pretty much common consensus because, but hey, who the crap would do it? Because everyone who owns guns. For the most part, a lot of gun owners are military, law enforcement, retired law enforcement. Like, that's most of the people who have them. So what are you going to do? Oh, okay, you guys have to turn in all your guns, or else. Like, or else what? Yeah, what the firepower. fuck are you going to do? What are you going to think we're going <laughs> to... I mean, I think those military people would, you know, you know, probably be like, we're not going to do that because I've got like 17 in my house. <laughs> Yeah, and I like, bought these in case someone tried it. I don't know who would do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but in case y'all got some secret force that's greater than, you know, like the entire military and police force. Yeah. What I don't get about it is like they're like the way they were talking or the way they do talk about getting guns back is like in force. Like send the ATF, they'll like no not kick your door down. It's like, okay, well that opens you up to liability. Say 12 ATF dudes kick down my door in the middle of the fucking night. No not, no no warning, no nothing. I'm opening fire. I'm taking out. I know every square inch of where I live. They're walking into an unknown layout. Mm-hmm. I know every crevice they can't find me. I know every angle they can't cover. There's going to be 12 dead motherfuckers laying in my door. And they're going to come at me and be like, oh, you know, you, you killed these 12 people, these 12 agents, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, they one didn't announce their presence, so yeah. that could have very well been a burglar, someone wishing to do me harm. Too fucking bad, wrong place, wrong time, wrong motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Sorry, like, I don't know how they're gonna do all that. Oh, and that's 100% illegal. A lot of people don't know it, don't matter who the crap it is. If the president himself busts into your house, no context, you don't have any alert that it could be coming. You can shoot them right then and there. It yeah. doesn't matter. You are 100% within the current law, your rights, to shoot them. If a cop busts in your house, knocks down your door, and starts shooting, you can shoot him, go to court, and if you get a lawyer, it may have to go up a couple of court levels because probably not going to pass on the normal level just because lower level judges. Yeah. But you are 100% within your rights to shoot them. When the ATF does a seizure, they have to send documentation. Yeah, it's a no-knocks for when they get there, but they have to send documentation. Hey, we said that you have this. You have to turn it in within this many days, or we're going to come and take it. Now, of course, either way, I'd say come and try. But still, if they don't send that and they bust in your house, whatever happens, if you kill all of them right then, right there on your property, that is it. That's the law. It's over. Yeah. Now, you could still have to give up whatever it was in court. Oh, yeah. 
But I mean, if you're at this point, you probably don't care about the law anyways. But just a fun fact, if stuff like that happens to you, if a police gets a no-knock search warrant, and they come in here and they start blasting when they see you, hey, there is no search warrant on this earth that says you can bust in a house and start shooting people. The police cannot do that. SWAT, only if there are extreme circumstances, aka, not just, you can have a nuclear weapon. Full-on nuclear weapon. The police still have to try and ask you for it. And even then, they can't just raid your house and take it. There are laws specifically against that. Multiple, multiple, especially in Arkansas with the Stand Your Law, Stand Your Ground Act. Yeah. Someone threatens you, you can shoot them right then and there. It's way better than the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way trying better. to say, hey, please don't shoot me three times. Like, yeah. warn them. No, no, I ain't getting on. I mean, I don't think yeah, it ever happened. Like, I think people just lied and said it did. <laughs> the other person was dead yeah. in the ground, so. You just drag them in your house. But, <laughs> just... They still have to make that effort to try and ask you for it. And even then, if you don't have any intent for it, like if you haven't made any threats or anything like that, then there is no imminent danger. Yeah, you can still go to court and fight it. Especially with this yeah. new thing they've done where like, you can report people that live around you that you feel are a threat to themselves or to oh, others or whatever. This. What? Red flag laws. Oh, went through. I'm about to start enforcing that shit. Yeah, if uh, if someone that you know, you don't even have to know them like personally, <laughs> like anything like that. <laughs> if they are, if they've got weapons and you think that they might be a threat to themselves or others, you can report them. And their weapons, they basically like, it's like catching a felony charge. They can't own <laughs> weapons. They have to turn in all their weapons until they've either like rebutted the charge in court, or they just lose weapon rights that would, to, like, that would entail like a psyche valve though wouldn't yeah it? it's like, a psyche valve uh, background checks out the ass all kinds of stuff but if anybody mm-hmm. ever tried that shit on me dude I would lose my shit take obviously not route. shoot them I'd be pissed off in court but <laughs> it would it just huh. do they have to be your neighbor no huh. no you can be like hey route 14 14's going down bitch <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna be delivering mail, and like the SWAT truck's gonna be pulling alongside <laughs> yeah. you. Hey, you reported 772 stops. Yeah, that's my entire route. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know I've been stealing the mic, but there's one more thing I want to touch on. Fully automatic weapons, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. All the weird trigger, like the FRT triggers and things like that. Anyone who regularly shoots guns can tell you there is almost no practical application. To having full auto no. or FR to any of that no. on an AR. That is pure giggle factor. If you're trying to hit somebody with a gun that's spraying out hundreds or thousands yeah. of rounds per minute, hey, you're not trying to hit somebody. Got, you ain't hitting nobody. <laughs> yeah. You might hit the first three or four shots, but that there's no just like straight up holding the thing down. Yeah, got, it's gonna be a kneecap, an elbow, and then <laughs> drywall. You ain't hitting that <laughs> Like um. That's the reason why Army took the full off, um, or so I've read, that they took the full auto <laughs> <laughs> The weapons and why special forces didn't use it to begin with. The only time it's good to have a full auto if it shoots a really big bullet that needs a general area and that's it. Yeah, well that's like, what with the freaking, with the M240 Bravo and M249 ranges, which is our light machine guns, squad automatic weapons, whatever you want to call them. In case you didn't know. Yeah, just FYI. Man. I'm learning. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that that's why they call it an area of effect weapon. 
So yeah. it, it's not yeah. like a it's not a point it's and not shoot. Supposed to like be accurate. A, yeah, with an M4, it's like suppress. M4 is the equivalent to writing a letter and being like, "Dear so and so, fuck you, sincerely, me." Whereas a squad automatic weapon, light machine gun, anything, any any like actual high capacity weapon with full auto capabilities is more of a to whom it may concern type of situation. Like fuck you in your general vicinity, not you specifically. Suppressive fire or laying down areas effects what I've mostly read. Or for anti armor, because I know it's a war crime to shoot someone with a fifty cal. Yeah. Like, but if they just so happen to be, Matt, you're gonna have to like send me these articles that you're reading. <laughs> okay, so, like half, <laughs> half this is just Geneva Convention, man. 1986. That's where most of these laws came into effect. Uh, that's the reason why I can go buy an you know, army the, fifty cal and take it home. The book that Putin threw in the fire and is using it to keep himself warm during these long Russian days. Yeah, that's a book of what the army can and can't do across the world, supposedly, or only the countries that signed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious because I don't remember telling you that. I don't think Gage ever told you that. No. I mean, it's been all over the news. Yeah. All, all of it's public, though, man. You can read the Geneva <laughs> Convention. Uh, rules of engagement and stuff, a lot of that's public for some areas. I have been able to find out about some, like, um, combat areas, you know. I'm sure like, they've got different rules. Of you'll have to educate me on this or tell me if I'm right or wrong. Once you <coughs> walk past a target or yes. a person of suspicion, you can't turn around and shoot them. But you can dead check. Which is... Uh, you can't, so it is illegal to what we call one tap, which is where you're, like, you're ambushed, whatever. Uh, oh, you make fight sure. off the threat. You, like yeah. confirming. You fight off the threat, you then have to push forward and, like, reclaim that ground. It's pretty, bar- like, not barbaric, uh, it's like a medieval way of thought, in my opinion. But you have to basically claim those bodies. Right, okay, um, okay. yeah, that makes sense. But you have to, if anyone's still alive at the point, like, where you, if they are in front of you and they are still alive, absolutely 100% put another one in them. Fuck that guy. Um, but if they're behind you and they go, <coughs> you can't turn around and shoot them once. Uh, so the loophole is to shoot them twice. Because um, <laughs> then it's not a one tap, it's a controlled pair on an armed uh, insurgent. Gotcha. Or whatever you want to call them. I'm actually going to go ahead and say this. Um, 100% a war crime to do either of those. <laughs> um, actually, the the textbook... It's um, supposed to render aid. It's to render aid. Yeah. Um, and it's actually a not enforced, but still a war crime. Because, I mean, you know, you're in the middle of a combat. There's a dude right there. He's a soldier. I mean, I'm, I can see how soldiers would get the idea. Like, you know, he's kind of trained to fight with whatever he's got. I don't want to leave him alive, but... At the same time, you actually aren't allowed to kill them once they're incapacitated. So if they take a shot, survive it, complete war crime to shoot. Now, I don't know of any times that that actually happens. It doesn't. But because the argument is is that you take them down as a threat to you. Now, the common consensus is these dudes strap bombs to kids. There's no telling what else he can do while he's still alive. If he's still got his arms and his legs... He's still some kind of a threat a lot of times, so. Because, I mean, you don't know if he's got another gun buried somewhere on him. You don't know if he's got a knife he's going to throw at you. Sure. You don't know if he's got a bomb vest underneath it or something. And yeah. if he's still breathing, still moving, whatever, even if you have passed him and there's a weapon, uh, really of any capacity, within his general vicinity, 
that man is still a threat. Um, and we neutralize threats over here in the U.S. of A. <laughs> I, I think more what that law was in place for was like, if they're like, I surrender. And then people would just be like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, uh, y'all want to do a bad news phone call or y'all want to wrap it up? Our bad news we're phone calls. almost two hours in. Yeah, our bad news phone calls tended to drag out and not be very good. No. Yeah. Matt, you yeah. call us. All right. Bad news phone call. All right. So basically what it is, uh, you're calling us to deliver us bad news. Mm-hmm. If we laugh, we lose. If we don't, we win. That's it. Okay. Simple game. Yeah. Uh, so you're uh, you're calling us. You're trying to make me engage. Laugh. You don't actually have to call us. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, this is unrelated. My one, one more shirt. <laughs> it's on his head. <laughs> yeah. What do I do if I don't pick up? Uh, here, let's. Uh, I got you, Matt. I'll make this as realistic as possible. ATF, open up! (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Engage. Uh, Matt's on the phone. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm good, man. Are you doing all right? So far, yeah. Sitting down? Yeah. You sure you're not standing up? Yeah, we both are. Are Engage, you sitting down? I'm sitting down. Okay. Ass down, legs 90 degrees at a vertical. Sit down. You're crossing your legs right now, aren't you? They're both at a 90. Did yeah. you know it's uh, statistically more uh, people uh, across their legs tend to uh, suck dick? Or is that just... It seems like I read that, but also a part of it might be personal experience. Because... Anyways, what have I been trying to tell you? Will you get some bad news for me? No, no. It sounds like you got some bad news for me. I mean, there's definitely... Sometimes in life, things go very right. Everything's the way that you want it. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes in life, things are nice. Everything's good. You're doing good. Your dog's still here. All that. But um, sometimes, Gage throws your cat out the window. <laughs> you know how cats always land on his on their feet? Gage, I'm gonna need you to sit up, buddy. Does it does it count if their uh, feet are still attached to them, or like, I mean, because I mean, he landed the right way, but it was like, um, legs kind of went out. His feet were on the ground, just you know, like sideways. You ever seen a pancake? I'll agree, the feet hit first. But it's like a more like a waffle because of the ribs going everywhere. <laughs> okay. Right, Looks I'm like out. a furry failed abortion on the concrete. I'm gonna pass this one, Gage, because I'm out. You got me. Hello? <laughs> oh, wait, oh, oh, no, you don't need to call. Oh, I thought you were gonna. You call. were calling both of us. Yeah. I, I, I just took the phone. I I'm, I'm, I'm out. Jordan, Jordan tapped. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass it over to Gage. So what, what were y'all, what were y'all talking about? Um, I just wanted to let you know. <sighs> There's no good way to say this. You are back in high school. I remember some of high school. You remember after high school? I remember a lot of after high school. You remember before high school? I know know where X is and everything. This is hard for for me to say, but I'm getting married soon. You're getting married? Yeah. 
How does that make you feel? Congrats. Man. It just deployed to get you back with me, but I'm pretty. I, I mean, I'm a little jealous. I'm not gonna lie. Jealous? Yeah. You, you think that I'm gonna be happy plowing this other boy for the rest of my life? Oh, oh I you don't. You know I'm a bottom. You took this away from me. I used to never be constipated. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Wow, well, man, you could have skipped the whole spill. <laughs> good job, man. I'm proud of you, dude. That one was pretty good. <laughs> well, folks, that was, our, that was our bad news phone call from Matt. Fucking killed it. It takes the gay gems to get them. Freaking got that fudge packed. Yeah. It ain't like oh, got that for you, Jordan. I knew That's... you were built different, but I know you were built like a bitch. Oh, <laughs> Unpack dude. that therapy next week. That's awesome. Yeah, Matt's a, this, this dude's a, he you pays never attention. know what's coming out of his mouth, man. But Matt, thanks for, thanks for coming on here, man. We've enjoyed having you. I'm glad we finally got to do this. Yeah. This has been nice. Uh, so there's this thing we do. At the end of every podcast, man, mm-hmm. close it out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you and, can do it better nimbly. Yeah, and I'll uh, <laughs> I'll I'll start off this way, and we'll work we'll work that way. But uh, to close this thing out, uh, again, thank you for coming on. Thanks thank for your you time. For your service. Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for your knowledge. You're welcome. And, and your wisdom. <laughs> uh, we we look forward to uh, maybe doing this again and getting back on it. Maybe a regular schedule of this. We'll see. But uh, until next time, don't tell your girlfriend. I don't remember how we ended it. That's it. Yeah. Just don't tell your girlfriend. Don't tell your girlfriend. Don't tell your girlfriend. There you go. That's it.